Blog Talk Radio. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racists, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight. And the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. 
from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the crevacious slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill what? and mole hill of Mississippi. Yes. Come on, Dr. From every mountainside. Yeah. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Morning, Chicago, Illinois. We are live. Me and Big Ange, not Big Ann, Big yeah. Ange is live, and we are streaming on BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash The Wiley Show, and we are live here, ready and celebrating. You know, today is the day that America celebrates. Dr. King's birthday. This is a national holiday. So, we're not going to start off with that. I'm going to let Big Ange talk about her night. How was your night? How was last night? How did you do last night? Last night was cool. Well, no, I didn't do the club. I just stayed in the house and watched Mariah on TV because, you know, I love me some Mariah Carey. I'm the biggest Mariah fan. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, I got to watch my girl. And how was, and, and I know um, they they probably did not touch on her New Year's Eve performance. So I know that, I know no, that. No, that was, see, the New Year's Eve thing was after the series was shot, so. Right. So, okay, ladies and gentlemen, today is January the 16th, 2017. I am Wiley. Introduce yourself, co-host, so people will know. Because I don't like introducing my co-hosts. I want them to do it so they could be like, "Oh, she's so wonderful." Yeah, I'm Big Ange. And we're on Big Just Ange. like that. There so, what's up? Call in. Let us know how you're feeling. Give us other topics if you're also interested, and just you know, participate, interact with us. Yes. And another thing I want y'all to know that the Wiley Show is a internet radio show and we always support independent artists. And we also support my girl, Brandy. Shout out to you, Brand. Come on, shout out to you, Brandy. Yes. Speaking about Brandy, a little news. Brandy is coming back. She will be. Releasing her out, according to her, independent, and it will be independent. So, I know that 
I can't hope everybody can see. I don't know what's going on with my connection. Woo, so shout out to the Wi Fi. I gotta need some better Wi Fi. I gotta get off this PK Wi Fi. I'll get up or what? I know one thing I'm gonna do with my other cell phones. It'd be too mobile to divide. So, are you excited for Brandy's return? I know I am. I need her to return with a new album. It's been over four and a half years. We need another album. Yes. We need another album. Speaking of Brandy. (laughs) It's been since since 2012 since Brandy came out with an album. You know, 2012 was the last time Brandy had an album. So we most definitely need a new album from Brandy. And I'm excited. I'm ready. So, off of that, let's get into ATL Gay Pride. Okay. Ooh, too much drama. Too much drama in ATL Gay Pride. <laughs> yes, there is. And that's, I mean, some, that's one of the reasons why I don't typically go to Pride events, because I'm not a drama type of person. I'm not into drama in any way, shape, or form. I usually don't even leave the house because I don't like drama. That's how much I don't like drama. So that's unless I just have to, if I got business to take care of, I'll do that. But as far as like being social, no, you won't catch me doing that too much. No, I am not a huge fan of pride events. No matter what or city, no matter where it's at. I barely support Chicago. And the reason why, I keep it real, nothing really that interesting to come out and have a good time for Pride. Just my humble opinion, nothing is that interesting to come out and enjoy Pride. Because Pride, to me, should be a day you rejoice, should be a day of reflection, should be a day of you enjoying yourself and coming out, having a good time, not for the next person, just having a good, good, good time. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of people today in Chicago, you know, granted, we, we, well, we do a lot of fights every once in a while. But I, I, I can't really say how often do we fight because I don't attend events. So that's something where a person to actually go out. But one thing I can say, you know, ATL events and all these festivals or whatever they be doing out there, it ends with fights. And I was looking at a video, so shout out to the person that sent it to me. Like, did you see that video this person posted? And they were fighting in a parking lot. I mean, clothes were off, butt booty was showing. It's just ridiculous. Very. And I'm like, why can't you, if you're going to have a fight, and you're going to fight, why do it have to turn into a Royal Rumble? Whatever happened to if you have a problem with somebody, it's a one-on-one fight. Whatever happens, if you got an issue, we're going to take this out. It's going to be one-on-one. Now, you, it's not a such thing in this gay community, one-on-one. It's all about, you got a problem with me, I'm going to get 18 of my girlfriends, and we both going to beat you up. Or we all, five, six of us. And then a lot of or better yet, why don't we just... I got a better idea. Why don't we just handle it in the ring, one-on-one with a referee? Mm. How about give, that? Give, give, give us something like a Soldier Boy and a Chris Brown 
<laughs> well, better than out. that because Duke. we already know who's going to win. Duke it out in the ring. Get a, you know, and a lot of times, and then one-on-one, and that can handle a lot because I think a lot of times, if you know you got an army behind you or a gang behind you, you would pick a fight with anybody. But if you know, if you keep on running your mouth that you got to go in this boxing ring with this one person, you will kind of keep quiet because you, you you know you really can't fight like that. And a lot of times, a lot of girls, they get a crowd around them, they get licking in them, and they just go crazy. I was never one of them type of people to get liquor. That's I don't get too drunk. Because I can get a look. I'm just like my mama. I try to break stuff. But now that's why I don't get drunk publicly. If I want to get drunk right. privately, I could do a lot. I could beat up myself and all that. But when you get drunk publicly, you cannot want to pick fights with folks. It's too dangerous to be doing it now. And a lot of these girls, they get liquored yeah. up. And they high off of crystal meth, off of all type of drugs. And they have issues. And they it just blow it out of proportion. And then sometimes you don't even have an issue with nobody. I just accidentally bumped into you, and you got a problem with me. So I I feel as though if you're going to go out to Pride and go to another city like ATL, don't go out having a don't, – don't go off, you know, showing off and want to fight and all that. And don't do that, you know? Right. And, and I'm someone just said – And the girls I read when it comes to MLK yeah. weekend, they show off. They do. They show off, Yeah. And that's why I don't go. I don't like going to events like that where people are showing off. Either we're going to be proud and be united, or you won't see me there, and you guys can duke it out in the streets if you want, and I'll just watch the video from my house in safety. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. If I see somebody fighting or whatever, I just I just watch it at home. I'm like, woo, all that drama, woo. That's all I do because I'm not there And I'll be like you know what I'm glad I'm not there Because there's no way in hell I want to spend $30, $40 Or have a nice vehicle in that fight It was a fight and you mean to tell me Those folks that are out there fighting You're not afraid that somebody can hit you Because these folks be so afraid Like bitch I'm trying to leave They intoxicated Did you see in the video It was part part in the video let me show the people that's on my Facebook Live. I'm not going to play the audio, but I will sh- let you all see the video that I'm talking about that is actually on here. And Big and you did, you was watching it. Um, let me see. Yeah, I was. Can, you were watching it. And uh, I'm not going to play the audio of it, but clearly you can see a big parking lot just, just, just violent. Like wow! Like this is what this is what the girls give. This, this is yeah, what they that's, give. That's, that's what people do these days. They want to be playing all tough guy and then want to duke it out, and then when they get their ass beat, all of a sudden they're angry. And clearly, you can see in the video, and for those that are watching this, all of this, and then the guy you see in a white shirt, he said, "Bitch, get out the way." I'm trying to drive, and I'm trying to get through the, 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 the traffic. Now, what if that guy would have just gotten in his car and just would have flew right through them? It would have been like sick. It would have been so many injuries, and, you know, somebody would have got killed. And do you know, and this is going to dive into my next, the next segment. So, Milan Christopher, 
And shout out to the people that's watching me on Facebook Live because the perks of watching me on Facebook Live, you're going to actually see exclusive stuff that I want to talk about and that I will bring up on the show. Now, Milan Christopher, shout out to Milan. That's Milan, my now, did, you read, did you read the post? You read the post, correct? Yeah. You read the post and you, you know, and you, what was your comment about what Milan Christopher said? I think that if you're not booked, it's not the end of the world. And as you see, there was a fight. So be glad that you weren't there because it, you could have been a part of that. And so that's what I would say. It's not the end of the world when you're not um, booked for ATL. ATL Pratt is not even – I went to one. And, it, and and to be honest, it's not even that great. I went there, and that was the first time I met Brandy. That was the highlight for me. Me and Brandy and India Ari, I said, girl, I was – I was happy, but I was angry, too, because no one wanted to take right. photos of me and Brandy and Indy Ari. But he, my phone was dead. Know. But other than that, the only other thing that I remembered that was kind of cool was going to, like, a, a, a pageant, going to a ball. Uh-huh. And the ball was interesting, although those dudes were thirsty as fuck. And, and I don't mean ASF or AF like people say online. I mean as fuck. Spelling it out because I'm there minding my own business trying to enjoy the ball and people doing all kinds of crazy ass shit. But anyways, <laughs> and let me say this: fight breakout. Uh, yeah, Milan Christopher, LGBT um, music artist, you know, model, whatever you want to call him. I'm gonna read it now. Y'all do see it on his page. I'm gonna put the camera yeah. back on me. Um, he pre- he pretty much was very upset with um, Alana Gay Pride. He was very upset. I'm sorry, y'all gonna see my bedroom, my bed, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to everybody. Y'all get like the real exclusive tea about everything. But let me get into this tea. Now Milan is upset that he said Alana Gay Pride is trash, and Alana Gay Pride that lost a lot of people from year after year after year. And he feels as though, why don't Alana Gay Pride hire and book LGBT talent? He feels as though we're paying $40, $60 at the door, $40 to $60 at the door, and nothing's really changing. He said, quote, like, you have to be kidding me. Most people at this point simply open a gay app on their phones or, or, or uh, pour them a glass of liquor they bought for $10 at the local market and save themselves $100 or more if they want to meet new people and dates. I come from an era where every week the club offer an atmosphere of things, change it up, DJ, etc. So what he's trying to say is it was an era back in the early 2000s, in the, in the 90s, where they had that type of atmosphere. But what Milan Christopher failed to realize that during that era, they did not have social media. They did not have Grinder, Jack, and all of those type of things. And another thing they did not have to deal with was the violence. The violence is so high. The violence is so high in these clubs. And let me say this. I'm fortunate enough to have a meeting with the owner um, of Chicago Rail that owned a club promotion here in Chicago for over 10 years, over 18 years. And I was telling him, what's the problem? Why can't we have a club every single Friday night, every single Saturday night in Chicago? And one of the main things he said, he said, listen, Wiley, a lot of these situations is one, um, 
LGBT folks don't support like they're supposed to support, okay? If you are a straight crowd, straight people, you know you're going to make about, in some clubs, about twenty to $30,000. Because straight folks, they buy bottles, top of bottles, top, top of, you know, a whole bunch of shit. Versus with LGBT folks, we we turn up at home, get drunk at home, and come to the club. And we don't purchase those drinks. So if the numbers in these clubs don't match, if you don't reach a certain threshold, then the owner's going to be like, okay, we can no longer deal with your crowd. You can't come back next week. That's the business. So if you all want to see more... Um, positivity, more, more, um, more turn up, more options. You have to support the options that you've been de- the cards that you've been dealt with. We're gonna have to play those cards. And I have tell I tell folks every week, especially these LGBT talent and artists, to you, Milan, Milan Christopher, the owner of the club of uh, one of the clubs in Atlanta. He said, "I reached out to you." I think his name was Bobby, Bobby Elliston. Yeah, Bobby Elliston said he reached out to Malai Christopher to book him, but Malai Christopher prices is outrageous, and I can believe that. I can believe his price is outrageous because he feels as though I was on television, I got over thirty-five thousand people following me on Facebook, and I was on Love and Hip Hop, so I should be getting paid ten to maybe fifteen thousand dollars. Book me for that club now, mind you, put yourself. And a promoter's shoes. First of all, you're not making that much money. You got to have insurance. You got to make sure the bar makes X amount of money. And definitely, you got to make sure that folks pay money to come into the club. Now, you have to charge $30 to $40 to afford talent. When Brandy came, we had to pay $20 to get the door and about $30-something for VIP. And folks were telling me, Wiley, I can't believe they charging all this money. I said, first of all, listen here. You expect Brandy, a Grammy Award winner, to come to Chicago for free? No. They have to pay her a couple of thousand dollars. I don't know the correct amount, but it's a couple of thousand. So with that in mind, how can we pay her? We have to make sure we have a certain charge for everybody that comes through this door to, 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 to um, you know, for we can raise the money so we can keep her. You know, so we can afford her. Because don't no promoter want to go in their pocket and have pay for stuff and they don't make no profit. It, it won't be no such thing as a club promoter. You are a club promoter to make money and to make a profit. You in business to make a profit. And so the club business is a business. And I'm sorry. If you are LGBT talent, whether you the Freaky Boys, whether you are Big Frida, whether you are uh, Milan Christopher, whoever, Make sure your prices is reasonable. And if you charge five to six, eight to ten to twelve to fifteen thousand dollars, be honest with yourself. Is over six hundred people gonna come and see you at this club? Over twelve hundred is 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 you in that demand is for those type of people room? to come in? Because that's the type of people that need to come to that club so they could be able to even break even or to make a little profit, not a whole bunch, just a little bit of a profit. So that's my whole critique with Milan. Yes, you screaming, you doing all this, you doing all that, but yet you got a club owner, 
Bobby Ellison saying, listen, I reached out to you. And your prices pretty much is outrageous. So you can't be pointing the fingers, why y'all ain't got this? Why you ain't got that? And then, bitch, they some of but Milan, didn't they reach out to you? How much do you charge? How, 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 much, how, much, how much do you charge? But, and then people saying, but Wiley, he this, he, this, he this big star. Big star? Oh, okay. So if they were to book him, is eight, 900 people going to be coming in that building? Paying ten twenty dollars. Okay. Is there even room for eight to nine hundred people? But it is room in a lot of these clubs. It's some big ass clubs here. It's big ass clubs in Atlanta, and I know it's some big ass clubs here in Chicago. A lot of space. It ain't the point about we ain't got the space. Is the folks gonna pay? Because these clubs are very expensive. You got some clubs that say, "Listen, twenty thousand dollars to book this. I need twenty twenty five thousand. $30,000, because a lot of these club owners, they are comparing us to what they get from straight people, because that straight crowd, some some clubs, and some clubs just give you a bunch of BS, because they money hungry, and they just don't want to deal with no black niggas. They, they don't want to deal with no gay niggas. They don't want to deal with that, just keep it real. with black, that, They don't want to deal with that in the first place. So to, 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 to act, to pretend that we're not racist, okay, I'll let you have this meeting with me, promoter, but it's going to charge you $30,000. They know damn well ain't nobody in this city in Chicago can come up with that for money and, and make a profit. Because folks in Chicago, we we scream, not me, because I pay it. We scream at $10. $10? What? <laughs> Why are you sure $10? Damn. $10. That's too high, bitch. I ain't paying no $10 to come in no DNG club. Oh, okay. But you said, but and then these are the same queens that be like, oh, child for pride. I don't understand. Y'all can't book Lil' Kim. Y'all can't book um, Seven Streeter. Y'all can't book Jordan Sparks. Yeah, they can book her anytime. They can just call up the people. And you know what they're going to do? This is, these are my booking fees. Can you, can you afford me? If you're screaming off for $10, then yes, you're going to be keep getting the same celebrities that do come. And you're not even going to see those same celebrities that you've been seeing like Monica and Brandy and all these. Because them folks, they're going up on their prices because they feel like, look at the demand. So until we come up and put our coins together and participate and actually go to these promoters and say, listen, we paying you all this money. Y'all need to start changing. They're not going to change and go back to that quote-unquote golden era when things were hot, when it was multiple rooms with different DJs and shit. It's not going to go back to that if we scream it over $10. Because $10, that's a basic price. That's just to have something. But if you were to get a, name a big act that I would love, I would love to see Little Kim in Chicago. I would love to see Little Kim. Kim. I would love to see, let me say this, I would love to see Brandy come to Chicago and perform. Do you yes, know that's extra for her music. to come and perform a song? That's why she say, Mm-mm, don't play my music. Don't play my music. Because what she's saying is, I'm not going to get up here and sing and all that shit. Because if I do, you got to pay me extra. Because she figured like, it, it, you, I'm giving your event more of me, of my brand, of me singing. So that's going to what? You got to pay me more. You see what I'm saying? So Yeah, that makes sense. I was wondering why she didn't perform the last time she was here. Of course. I can tell you why. Because 
you got to pay extra. I was at a club. I was at the shrine uh, before it shut down. And look, Kim came. And some of the promoters, I was, I was questioning. Well, I'm like, damn, she's in the fucking building. Like, where's she at? Where's she at? Well, we, had, we want her to perform two songs. I said, okay, why she ain't out here performing? They negotiating to how much can they give her right now for her to do that. She's not coming out doing two songs. So <laughs> before Lil' Kim came out, according to the people that I was questioning down there, she she had to get they had to pay her first, her team, and then she came out and did two songs. No more. She did those two songs and that was it. And then she I said, I'm gonna come two down. Songs were. I don't. I got the two songs because it was hot and bitches was in there building from wall to fucking wall. And I guess you know with so many people, but they paid. She did the two songs, and that's how you do it. But that that crowd that was um, straight folks. So I was just like, wow. I said I would love to see this LGBT people, but our people, my brothers, my gay brothers, uh, uh-uh, I can see them now and like twenty five dollars. Uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. y'all, y'all doing too much. $25. Ain't nobody. She she ain't Nicki Minaj. Even if Nicki Minaj Ooh. do come, are you going to pay $50, $80? Let's be real. Let's be real. And then, then they say this Wiley, I didn't know they was having that. I would, if I would, bitch, you knew Brandy was coming. You didn't have the money to go. Just be, bitch, you on, if you on social media more than I am, you see everything that's going on social media. There's no way that you can have a Facebook with over 4,000 friends and don't see anything about an event. You see it every time. You use excuses because you don't want to spend the money. But these same girls will huddle up in rental cars, mega buses, um, Greyhounds to go to D.C., Atlanta, and pay 40 to $50 dollars. They come back here to Chicago, their home city, and they would be screaming over ten dollars. But they will go and spend forty to fifty to sixty bucks at those type of clubs. And that's why a DC, uh, a, a Dallas, and Atlanta are able to hire that talent. And that's it. And mainly they don't have the money for those folks to really perform. They just there to say, hey, Oh, hey, I love my fans. I love you. And you taking a selfie if you get that much. That's it. They're really paying them good money if you see them performing. Then that's when you know, bitch, they pay them more money. And that's just the business, people. I would love to see Chicago step their cookies up. But Chicago got many hurdles. Number one, we got a, a lot of us don't like to pay. And number two, Crime is high. And number three, we are competing with straight folks that shoot up a club. You can go one club. They didn't shot that club up. And so we can no longer have gay night because the club got to be shut down for six months so they can investigate because the city of Chicago is cracking down all that violence. So that's another thing. It's I wonder what club reasons. this is. It's all clubs. Anytime it's a, a shooting or something, oh, bitch, whoo. May God be with you because your club is about to get shut down because the city ain't having it in, in this Chicago. That's why they doing now. Um, if you talk to people in City Hall, one thing I've talked to this lady, she said, listen, Wiley, it will be, it's going to come a time that no clubs in this city will have a 4 a.m. license. It will all be 2 a.m. Oh, my because, God. That would be unacceptable. Because if that would be unacceptable, <laughs> would be unacceptable to me. It is unacceptable for a person that don't commit no violence. That's unacceptable. But for folks that's violent, 
they say the statistics prove that violent shootings happen after a club after 2 a.m. After two, between two and four, that's when the most shooting club related shootings happen. So what the city had came up with, okay, let's make it to 2 a.m. now, but clubs are getting so many fines, so much situation, they have to end and kick you out at 1.30. So that's why a lot of these promotion companies, you don't see them booking um, a lot of stuff anymore because they feel like my audience, my crowd don't even come out at one o'clock and they're not going to come here at one and have to leave at one thirty. So that's why you don't see a lot of these clubs. Uh, uh, that's why you don't see a lot of us at a lot of these clubs because of that very reason. And then you got to deal with the racism. So again, in order for us to have a every Thursday night, every Friday night, every Sunday night here in, Sh- in any of your major cities, we have well, to support every so night. Strong. Every night. But we have to support. And another thing you have to deal with, too, we are still black. If you have an entertainment company catering to the black LGBT community, you're going to deal with we don't want these black people in this building. There's no way in hell. Because if you let these black folks into this building, we will not have my white people not going to come back. So then you're battling with that. And they were willing they were willing their club go under then to open that door up to some black bodies. That's the real deal. I have seen situations where clubs where some, you know, you in black night, I mean, having so many black nights, and then next week, bitch, it went back to Latino and white night. Black folks got the boot. So we have always been that audience. We use, we, they're going to use you because they can't use, and then they, they give you the boot. And then what you do, we shuffle you around to multiple locations. <laughs> so these are the facts, people. And But to Milan, for LGBT talent, if y'all want to be booked, y'all need to be reasonable. Be reasonable with y'all prices. And I have talked with multiple talent, and I asked them, what's your booking fee? 15000 25000 And I said, 25000 But you don't have a blue check behind your name on Twitter. You only have 5,000 people following you on Facebook. You've oh never my. been nominated for no Grammy. You've never been mm-hmm. on BET. Just because you waved on a couple of episodes on the reality show does not make you profitable for no 25000 Because if you were that so profitable, and I'm going back to Milan, I look at stuff. Because if you're so profitable and so much in demand, why the hell are you not on the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth season? Why the hell you just did one season that was it? Because you're not that profitable. Come on, somebody. And I'm lying. Like, like I mean, if you are so much in demand, Big Ann, you're going to be on all this. You are not going to get off no season because, bitch, you too hot. You on one, they cut your ass off for one season. That's a sign, bitch. You ain't that hot. So you need to come back to Planet Humble. And a lot of these girls, they get a little fame, and they think, bitch, it's 25, 30 grand. Hell no. That's a Brandy and Little Kim price for when they want to, they're going to give a little show. But bitch, that ain't no type right. of price for no LGBT talent for you to come and wave and show your abs because any you can pick up anybody like that with tattoos and abs and get them a $100. But to give you 25000 20, $25, or over ten grand, that's too much. I wouldn't book you. Hell, I wouldn't even book you for nothing. For that reason, your prices need to be $2,000 and under. Flight and hotel. Flight, hotel, two grand. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. 
because the promoters, I have spoke with Scott, High Society, and I remember he said, even though we ain't close, we don't talk anymore. He said, Wiley, he said, the reason why we pay these acts, these, these celebrities, because that's what the girls want to see. He said, Wiley, I would love to book an LGBT talent. But will the girls come out and pay twenty dollars to go come see any of the? And I said that's a good, that's a great question. I feel as though yes and no. I feel as though if it's handled right and it's with the right talent, then yes. Like Hydric, I think he's good. Um, he's a black and he's on Broadway. I mean, it's so many LGBT talent. You got a Ma Wiggins. I mean, you got the Scorpion Show. It's just so much talent here. T. S. Madison, I feel is good. Um, that I feel like the community would come out and say, hell, Cookie Tookie, when she was out of jail, she came to the pub, and the pub did great numbers that night. So it is right. LGBT talent that do exist, but I think a lot of LGBT talent need to stop coming to these promoters with these high-ass prices. Bitch, you're not, you're not about that life. You, sh- you shouldn't come to no promoter like that. And then, you know, you do got promoters that will get over you. You do get some promoters that say, hey, I got $200. You you in a Greyhound ticket, and I'm gonna put you in a Motel Six. No, you just a slimy ass, dirty ass, a dirty ass promoter, and you got those type of promoters. But I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about promoters that genuinely gonna do good by you, but cannot afford to pay you five to six to seven thousand dollars because you gotta understand. A lot of these promoters got partners, and they have to go to their partners and say, "Listen, this is this LGBT act. He charged twenty five hundred dollars." So they have to talk with among themselves and say, "Hey." Will we make our money back? They could take that risk with major artists because they can always count or kind of bank on the straight people coming out too. That is cool with LGBT. You get what I'm saying? The same way I went to go right. see Little Kim, there's a lot of gay people there. So you can kind of bank on doing that because of the celebrity. But for LGBT talent, that's a huge risk for you going over $2,000 and then, bitch, I have to fly you. I have to fly you across the country. That's another reason because I looked at it too. I was talking with you know somebody from you know from this promotion. I said, listen, they only charge two. They only charge two thousand dollars. But he said, also Wiley, you got to look at their flight. If you flying across like on the West Coast to come to the Midwest, your flight is alone is going to be over eight nine hundred dollars for a round trip, especially if you booking it like in a couple of weeks. And you ain't give it enough time, that's gonna be expensive. Yeah. So I'm just giving y'all facts and I'm not trying to talk down to anybody or talk you know, try to discourage the LGBT talent of getting bookings. But one thing I would say is have your bookings be 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 realistic. Be reasonable. Because if anybody wanna book me for something, bitch, one hundred dollars pay for my flight and hotel, give me $100, and I'm going to be thankful. God bless you. I get on the mic, say, hey, you know, do something, you know, if if that opportunity ever presents itself, because I don't want to ever be in a position to say, bitch, I $99,000. That's why you don't wow. see um, Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox, allegedly, Laverne Cox, they asked her to come to Atlanta one year, and she told them $50,000. Allegedly, wow. She told them fifty grand. Fifty grand. <laughs> now I met Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox. Allegedly, this was a couple of years ago. They came. The promoter came on this show. He said, "Wiley, you keep on talking about why we don't book Laverne Cox." She told us she want fifty k. I said, "Fifty k, bitch. That's more than 
a Grammy Award winner, Brandy. And you, I'm not going to read, but you got to be, and that's why you don't see her at events. B. Scott, the same way. B. Scott is kind of pricey. I think B. Scott needs to come back to planet Earth, girl. Come back to planet Earth because her prices get up, girl. Just because you was on BET, you had that little beef with BET. Don't try to go up on your price. You need to be at least about three to four thousand dollars. That's it. Above that, and hell no. Mm-mm. I, that's just how I feel, and I feel like it's not really the promoter's job. Sometimes this talent be so they think they so big, bitch, and then you book them, and then bitch they don't bring out. It's just a regular crowd coming out, and maybe a couple of their friends coming out, and then the promoters look like, damn, we ain't make no profit. And so when the next LGBT talent comes, shit, they ain't gonna do nothing. So. Five one six three eight seven one eight one five. You can call in, give your opinion if you want to. I would love to hear your thoughts um, on ATL because you know it was fights and drama and Milan Christopher saying how the hell they doing this. I mean, and then he tried to compare Black Pride with white people, how white people do things. And I and I keep trying to tell folks you cannot compare Black Pride with white pride because white pride have corporate sponsors. White Pride got white club owners and, you know, and they're going to work together and they have privilege and, and, and white folks got, they have, they sit down and they plan stuff and financially they come together and pull their resources together to fund these things. This is how black folks do. And I'm not going to name no promotion companies because I don't want to get in trouble. You, you got Wiley <laughs> Entertainment, you got Big Ant Entertainment, you got uh, green, green entertainment over here, blue entertainment, black entertainment, silver entertainment, and everybody is everywhere doing their little own little thing. But with with white people, even with market days here in Chicago, they come together and they would book a Jordan Sparks. They would book a Dumb Blonde. And it will all come together with black people. They try to... Pr- Little Reese is over there. No, we everybody gonna have to come to a conference table, bring their proposals, and put our resources together to make Chicago the biggest pride in the nation. Until they do that, it will not be this big gigantic pride because you have one promoter or a couple of with their little partners. They don't have enough because it's it take a lot of money for this big city to be to be able to compete with Atlanta to be able to compete with it. We're gonna need star power. We're gonna need a signaling ass marketing campaign, and we're going to need some smart people that's not selfish and stingy and, and grummy. Just, oh, I can't work with this person. I can't, I'm greedy. I want all the money to myself. Well, girl, it's not going to work that way because y'all all in the same boat and y'all just got to sit at that conversation table and, and, and swallow your pride and think about business. And think, about, think about your community. <laughs> Bitch, they said, fuck. Some people don't fuck think about community as much. I'm getting my motherfucking paper. Fuck the community. <laughs> that's what that you know. That's what I get from a lot of these promoters and stuff. But I said, why don't y'all sit down in a big meeting? And I've always said, what about the Jeffrey Pub? I said, why don't y'all support the pub? You know, the pub is black owned, and black gay men do not support the pub like they're supposed to. And I, I have credit. You know, I've, I've done events with Charles Thing and bitch. They paid that event. It was dust because first of all, you know, folks went into hearing music. I thought they were. But they no, they wasn't. And it was only five dollars. Five dollars? That's too much. I don't know them, you know, you hear too that. Too much. And then you hear excuses, you know. And then 
I, I no longer dealt. I stopped doing it because I felt like it's not worth it. Me paying the DJ, me paying this person and that person, and bitch, I'm not making nothing. I'm leaving at a deficit, and I don't want to do that. So I, so I said, bitch, Wiley Entertainment, rest in peace. It came and it went very quick because I said, bitch, if this is the, this is this is how business is dealt with, ah, uh-uh. I stick to working. <laughs> I stick to doing this show. I stick to just running my mouth, but trying to do that, that, that you got to know what you're doing when you want to be a party promoter. Cause the same girls that say, Wally, go ahead, do it, do it, do it. You tell them to come to your event, girl, they act like they got amnesia. I'm, I ain't feeling too good, but bitch, you, I see you up north walking around, shaking your ass, getting high, getting fucked, but Ooh. you can't come and spend five or $10 to come in and support this event. That's how it be. You see the girls when you go to these clubs and you have a good time and you know, you struggling to keep your night. And your crowd, a lot of your crowds outside, just outside walking around the walk around the neighborhood. And then when pride comes, that's when they got a little coin or whatever. You know, they suck dick. They got a little money. They got a little money. Damn, it ain't nothing to do with pride. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. No, bitch, but you should have supported. You should have supported them throughout the year. These promote these club owners look at what did y'all doing throughout the year. They're not gonna just give you the best of the best when pride comes because they don't know. For a fact that we're going to support They have to look at Let me see how y'all was in January, February, March, April, May June and July June and July But Big Ash, what do you think about The reason why folks don't come out To participate in clubs What is your reason? My reason Is partially because Maybe the people that they're getting is, like, not someone that they feel is worth paying all the extra money for. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that, you know, it's right or anything, but that sometimes people will say, oh, it's Brandy. Okay, that's cool. I might try to drop through. But if some rapper, like, for example, Future or someone comes out, oh, they'll be right there lining up. They'll be there early with bells on trying to get in and so I guess it just depends <laughs> on who the person is they're not going to try to come out just for the hell of it they want to see somebody right. they want to you know rub elbows with the famous and think they're all that when truthfully they work a nine-to-five job being paid eight seventy-five an hour and can mm. barely afford to get in the club and they probably know that they got to pay at least 20 bucks if they're going to see a celebrity so That's sometimes true. those prices can be a little discouraging, especially if it's someone who's really not worth it. So mm-hmm. for someone like, I'm not going to say Milan, so because I like him. So I like don't don't get me wrong. I like Milan. I just feel about Milan. Don't 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 preach something that you didn't practice when you came to Chicago and had that ball and you took them people money and didn't even give them their money back when it was a tie. Y'all took that money and ran. So oh, you, you, you knew about that? I knew about that. You know, oh Milani my God, Gilles. I was there that night. I was you, there and I heard all about it. And, and I was like, why didn't they get there? Because I know one of the girls that was, she was so angry. Oh and my goodness. Just tuning in, we're talking about Milan Christopher and with Scott High Society when they had the ball here in Chicago. Um, it was a tie, both houses, and the grand prize was what, $5,000? It was five grand, and one of the girls for like a week kept saying, you ain't got the money? You ain't got nope. the five grand? 
Oh my god. She wouldn't let she was mad for over a week posting on her Facebook. And I said, Girl, I know it's five grand. I know you guys invested in this show. (laughs) But please (laughs) please stop posting about it. Because you gotta understand she put a lot of she put a lot of money in her look. (laughs) <laughs> it was her family. It was her ball. It was her house, and they yeah. and then some of them flew Damn. from across the country. Damn! And, and I was at the show. I was at the ball that night, and, wow. and I saw a lot of people doing. Yeah, that was when I met Milan, and I had a feeling he had something to do with it, but I don't know. I don't know. He I was just glad because, to meet him. Excuse me uh, for burping. Uh, he was him and Scott. They, they, <laughs> that was their event. And they put on there, hell, um, the VH1 camera is going to be here. The VH1 lied about that. And I emailed and I tweeted um, and I got messages back from VH1. They said, we are, we don't know nothing about no ball. We will not be there. Milan Christopher is no longer employed with us. So when I got all that tea, I said, girl, them girls going to be pissed mm-hmm. off. I said, that was used for the girls. And I ain't hear Milan Christopher one time. Treat the people right. I remember back in the day, this X, Y, and Z was going on. That bitch took that money and ran. And now you talk, then you trying to scream at Atlanta Gay Pride. Also, what? You deserve to not get booked. If I was a promoter, I won't book you for nothing. I won't even book you to bake no apple pies. I won't book you to pass out no condoms. I won't book you for nothing. Oh my! I will not book you for nothing because until you pay them people their money back, that how both houses was tied, and they supposed to get twenty five hundred dollars. But then they used well, it was a tie, so y'all don't deserve it. So you took the money, so you were just a just that's dirty. So if you want promoters to do right, to be classy, you have to first do right and be classy. You you be the first partaker, Milan, and that's one thing I didn't respect and, about him. You know, of course, of course he blocked me, and he still got me blocked. But when he posted that on there, somebody said, you know, why you see this post of him going in on a line of gay pride promoters. And then, um, and I posted it on wileyandflash.com. And the comments I was getting back, they said, girl, he ain't worth, he's not worth what his booking fee is. And I've heard it from multiple promoters. And the only reason why L.A. books him the way that they book him in L.A. is because he live in L.A., LA but they're not giving him no six, $8,000. Girl, no, they're not doing that. And I don't, and I don't blame him. I really don't. And I know you some oh, she complaining every year. Yeah, I'd be complaining too. You imagine you putting three whatever how much money into hair, makeup, and you got all that got the best of the best and you tie for that category and they don't pay you. That's like that's hurtful. Yeah, it really is. I don't like <sighs> that. <laughs> But we'll be I right mean, back. I ladies and gentlemen of the Wiley Show, we'll be right back. We're going to play this song, and then I'm going to bring Mix Ange back to give her commentary on Dr. King's legacy, and we're going to talk about more of that. Uh, is Alana Gay Pride played out? If you do want to give your comments, you can tweet me at Wiley Show or inbox me or inbox uh, my co-host, and we will answer your questions because it's going to give us time to tag people and share this live feed. Thank you to everybody that checked out the live feed on yesterday because that video, as we speak, got over 1,700 
over 1,700 um, views and over a lot of comments, over 200 comments. And thank you for those that like over 50-some likes. So shout out to the folks that actually tune into that live feed and really supporting what me and Big Ange is doing here. I thank you because I know a lot of us are at work. A lot of us going to check this out later. And I thank y'all for that, for supporting us. Because anytime you can just take out a second to watch, a minute to watch, that's good. And I and I thank you for that. And I'm happy for that. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna charge you no eighty eight thousand dollars to get booking. <laughs> give me money. Give give give, give me sixty dollars and, and pay my flight and hotel and that's that's all I need. If we're talking about booking and give me that mic and I'll wake it up. <laughs> I'll be out on the street passing out flyers. I'll be I'll be passing out flyers everywhere. That's the type of person I am. I said go back to the groundwork. And speaking of that, you know, the Wiley Show is going on a campaign. We're going to be passing out flyers in the neighborhood, passing out. It's going to be really, I'm going to do that again, the same way I used to do with Flash, going to this heavy campaign. And I was like, if you want people to tune into your show and do things, you need to take your show off, you know, take the promotion off the internet and go do some street campaign as well. So post it on people's cars, post it all on the train. Just what you got to do what you got to do. I mean, if you're an artist, you just can't sing on Facebook. It is a possibility of you getting seen. But you also want to crack, you know, hit that pavement. So you got to do everything out there. You want to utilize it. Any tool you got, use it. And that's how I was letting my calls. And I said, baby, you got to get on Twitter. You got to get on Snapchat. I think he was calling it Snapchat chatting or Snapchat or something you was calling it. I know you didn't call it Snapchat when you first heard about it. It was Snapchat. <laughs> oh, you called it. That's what you, you, you was calling it Snap. Wiley, I'm following you on Snapchat. I'm like, Snapchat? What the, what this girl that she has new app? I, thought, I know she do poetry, but she's a, 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 a app developer. <laughs> Let me play. We'll be right back. Let me let me you know let me uh play uh 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 Jack because I I do got a feeling to get on Jack but let me play that right quick and I'll be right back after this song and this is by Sony Gobain so y'all keep asking me what is the song by Sony Gobain and we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> it's Isis on scene. You ain't no foreman. Hmm. Cause what happened? So, bitch, let me tell you, this whack-ass nigga done fucking hit me up on Jack. I hope his baby mother knows. Cause if she don't know, well, she best to know. Cause what happened? Never met a motherfucker like me. In every city, best believe I got the key. I'm in the club, in the cut, like bandages. They got beef, I got bread, let's make sandwiches. These butch queens be boosting, they mad, yeah, they losing. Hotels prostituting, they call it escorting. Your ugly bitch is too cute for me. Nothing in your name but an Instagram. Just got a notification on the app. Phone blinking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Trade nigga, hit me with that head, be like. Unlock for unlock is what they dead be like. Clean up on out, you need a mop bucket. My shit to the gods, my shit to the gods. But I ain't the hoe, just broke up with my nigga, you should know it. Treat you niggas like a blog, I'll keep you posted. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. If I be hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks. Niggas the life, but this one one, come and cash that, cash that. Let me cash that, let me cash that. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. All you niggas whack, all you niggas whack Cause they never let the pussy niggas smash up a jerk Niggas on jack ain't shit And all the niggas on grinder looking hit All these bottoms call they self-top And all these tops wanna be bottoms 
My shit's so good, gotta wrap that shit up, save it for later. I can snatch a nigga from you, make the nigga cater. And see him duffel bags full of snow. In the summer, so your nigga under the pokey, the pig, I make him stutter. Just got a notification on the app. Phone breaking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Bottom nigga, hit me with that head, be like, unlock for unlockers, but they dead be like, they the type of girls that be filling out of H&M, trying to make them pieces hit, but it ain't hitting though, kick game like breakfast, gotta have them early, fuck a release day, I give it to them early, word of everything, all these niggas whack, should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jazz, I need hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks, niggas the life, but miss one one, come and cash that, cash that, let me cash that, let me cash that, should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jazz, Oh, you niggas whack, oh, you niggas whack Should've never let the pussy niggas smash up a chair I was going by the river, I was shaking that ass Been in love with poppin' pussy, I was making it cash With my top first bottles, where you at? With my real niggas making that cash Beautiful co-host, I'm having the privilege to be back on the air with my beautiful sister. It's just something about you. Whew, and I was reading your poetry, and uh, once I memorized it, I definitely got to get it on my. I definitely got to recite it on the show. I have to. You have Again, to. Yes. Um, I, I really like your work. It, it, it's emotionally felt. Like I, I could feel the emotion in one of the poems. It's just we're gonna have to do like a poetry night for the show because that would be like would everybody be come and sit, you know, different poets from across the country. You get to call in and just put their heart out for poetry. You know, shout out to Charles because Charles uh, love, love, love poetry. He's a poet and. And I think in Chicago have some awesome poets. You're one of them, Big Edge. Incredible. And I think you're more than a poet. I think you really can write a book and a novel if you wanted to. I would love to. Yes. You should get, you Just know, a matter get that. of being published. Okay. You can self publish your book as well. Because I've had the, uh, the privilege of reading Jan's. Shout out to Jan's. Um, out in LA, he self-published a book, and I purchased it. And it was good. It talked about him, you know, finding himself having sex. Absolutely me. And I was reading that book. I'm telling you, I'm reading it again for the, this is the second time, going to my third time reading it. So I'm having a good time reading this. And this is self-published. I mean, you could do it too. You could do anything you put your mind to. And that's just keeping it well, real. Well, that's definitely a good idea. So we're gonna be. I'm gonna play. A speech of Dr. King 
Dr. King, if you remember back, if you read, you know, did, took up history, you know, he was stabbed. I think and a lot of folks didn't don't remember that or never heard about it. But he was stabbed back in the, I think it was, because I had wrote it down because I, I just don't remember by heart. Um, he was stabbed and pretty much he was on a tour. He was at this bookstore signing books. And the lady came, you know, stabbed him. She was a, a nutcase. And the doctor said, you know, you know, Dr. King, if you would have sneezed, you would have died. So he's going to tell you this story he has many decades ago. And this is going to make you cry. Because before I called Big Ange, I definitely had to break out in some tears. Because hearing Aww. Dr. King speak... And I think the reason why I, I'm so convicted and, and, and emotionally I can cry when I hear him um, is because it's so, it comes from a place where it just really don't exist in my generation. I haven't felt it yet. Where if somebody can speak and I emotionally I'm connected like, like Malcolm X. I want to see a today's Malcolm or today's Dr. King. And I think that they have to start with me that anybody, you know, but just somebody that I look up to, it's very difficult for me to say, man, cause I, I could, well, Minister Fair, correction, Minister Farrakhan is one of the ones I really love. Minister Farrakhan is, a, a, he, he really gets me because his speeches really come from a place of truth. And I love when a person speak about black love, black unity. I love hearing that. And I know a lot of y'all going to be like, but well, how can you believe in black love and black unity and you voted for Donald Trump? We're not going to start oh, with here that. here we go again. Because if I start with that, y'all going to forget about what we talked about pride, and that's going to be the conversation. Because obviously, the video that we made, they just forgot about 80, 90 minutes of the discussion, and they just will comment on this. A couple of minutes, I want to talk about that. But we're going to actually have a show about that on Wednesday. Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern. We got a special guest coming on to speak about Donald J. Trump. Because this Friday, he will be inaugurated. He will be sworn in, the 45th president of the United States. And I can't wait because we can finally move on to something else. We can finally move over to the to the um, boner challenge or to the who's, who's, who's the thickest challenge. We can go back to those challenges. You, you know how America is. We mourn for yeah. a second, and next thing you know, we in. What was that challenge where people were jumping in the snow? I, you remember that a couple of years ago? When people was running outside, butt naked or in their drawers, and, and diving. Oh into yeah, the I do remember that. And, and I'm like, um, let's hope you're not in Chicago doing that. And they were doing that in Chicago. And I think I tried to do that, but baby, I didn't make it out of time. I, I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. When I oh, cracked that door over that way, I said, uh, I was like that baby, that that Mimi with that baby had that baby did a, a, a bow face when he ran to the room too fast. That's how I did. But I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. You ain't gonna catch me, but let me play. <laughs> I, I I don't get caught up in all them challenges like that. I ain't get I ain't do the so gone challenge. I didn't do uh, the bean green bean tomato challenge and all that buying them t shirts. I don't get caught up in all that foolishness. I mean I mean y'all can get caught up in it because that ain't nothing about promoting a product, promoting something for you to go in your pocket buying something. Uh uh-uh. uh, only challenge that I want to do is. The challenge of, 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 of bettering myself, you know, increase my credit score challenge. That's the challenge I'm on. 
And that oh, ain't I'm doing good with that one so far. <laughs> okay? See, I'm far behind. That's the kind of challenge I want to do. Increase my credit score challenge. <laughs> that should be a real challenge, and, and I want to see people do it and not just do it for a few weeks and then that's it. They Because some folks have to do it for 10 years. <laughs> so, yeah, especially with bankruptcies gonna, on, their, on their credit okay. report. And ain't going to be no one week. But let me play Dr. King. This is on, and we're going to close out this show. Thank y'all so much. And I'm going to, before I close out, I definitely can't close out without playing um, and honoring um, Dr. King's legacy because we did dive, dive into the conversation about ATL Pride. So that was an awesome conversation, not only just Pride itself, but the business of promote promoting, club promoting, um, and the business of how important it is of our support. So I had a good good time, Big Ange, for us to talk about that. I wouldn't even, because sometimes People don't know. Behind the scenes, we, we discuss um, this direction, but sometimes the spirit leads us to go in a different direction. To go, yeah, it definitely does. You know, and we talk about this. And then, you know, y'all going to get to see us in person, you know, uh, on the show. So on camera, both of us in the same room. And it will be better because she's going to have a lot to say. And maybe I can get her to sing a couple of songs because I know she got some vocals. You do, too. <laughs> Okay, I know I can sing, and um, I might, I, hey, who knows? We got a special surprise for the opening up of the show, though. I got a group working on some stuff. I can't release nothing right now, but it's it's going to be dope. So shout out Dr. King, his legacy, and in order to keep his legacy alive, we have to get to work. We have to work and push it and, and promote his ideas and promote unity, and promote self-love, and promote financially taking care of yourself and your family and your and helping your neighbors become, you know, aware of their surroundings to help them out, to be able to service someone that can't do anything for you in return. You're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Those were the ideas that Dr. King left. That's his legacy because at the end of the day, Dr. King gave his all, and ultimately he gave his life for cause and we have to return it by giving our time on this earth to better the next man and woman to better the next child and that should be our purpose to make this world a better place I'm not trying to be like Michael Jackson I definitely want to sing that song but I can't forget I, I can't remember the words so I know what I need to do so before I try to sing some songs, I'm going I'm to rehearse it and then come on. Cause I can't be like Mariah Carey. No shade. <laughs> and Mariah, she's a professional was, singer. Mariah just had a bad night, so she had let's a bad just night. say that. And she's famous, so she, 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 could afford, she could afford to do that. She could afford to yeah. be, walk, around, walk around the music still playing and hitting them high to, ah! And you all the way at the edge of the stage walking, talking. So... She can afford to do that, but don't yeah, everybody, don't you Because I'm still going to love her anyway. Okay, I'm, I'm going to love her regardless, because at the end of the day, she still got that song, Butterfly, spread your wings like a butterfly. Yeah. Like, I still cry off that song. I, I, I still boo, spread your wings. I still boo. <laughs> I'm a very emotional man. When I hear some certain songs, baby, you want to get me boohooing? Play Nina Simone, yeah. Strange Fruit, and and play Nina Simone. Um, I wish I I wish I knew how uh, it feels to be free. 
I was crying in the break room at work today. I was playing both of them songs back to back. And um, shout out to Blackish because they had an episode where they were talking about that. And, and he was talking about, you know, being in this country and he loved this country, but even though this country barely loved love him back and they had the song Strange Fruit playing in the background and I was just boohooing because that is my song because she spoke and anybody that know anything about real music, you need to listen to Nina Simone music and listen to that voice because she wasn't no dancer. She wasn't no Beyonce. She just was a voice, a vessel. And whoo, I want to cry right now. Oh, <laughs> that's what I like. I like when you have an artist that can make you cry. Brandy make me cry. Yeah. It's somehow she surely does make broke. me cry. Okay. Broken heartache. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> took me there in that song. Did she take you there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but there's another song where she really, really, really took me there, and that was Shattered Heart. Oh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> You is you that come on baby. That's what I'm talking about. And um we will see y'all tomorrow, same time, eleven o'clock, eleven AM for those that are here in this um central and those on the East Coast, y'all already know twelve P no, what the hell we start? I think this clock is wrong. Did we start at eleven o'clock? <laughs> oh yeah, we did, we did. Duh, it's twelve o'clock here at one oh on the East Coast. Bitch, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, wait, bitch, this clock is <laughs> this clock is wrong. Bitch, it's what it's one oh nine out on the east coast, twelve oh nine over here. You know what? I'm done with myself. Go ahead and play yeah. speech. Shout out to Dr. King, Big Ange. What's your Twitter? What's your Facebook? What's your um what's your information? So that people know to follow you. So Facebook is Angelina Lambert slash um Nordstrom. You can also reach me on Snapchat. Uh, big Ant Nordstrom. I'm not a big social media whore just yet, but if if people treat me right, it might just happen. So just uh, follow me on there. All right. Again, people, you can follow me at Wiley Show. You are I'm on Snapchat. Anybody that need to follow me on Snapchat, you can do so now if you haven't already. Thank you to the 1,400 people that did follow me on Snapchat. You can follow me on Twitter at Wiley Show, Snapchat at Wiley Show, WileyandFlash.com. Please check that website out. Thank you for everybody that really was really sharing the site. Thank you so much. We're going to put more into the website. I'm, I'm looking to hire writers um, to write um, like once or twice a week. So um, just hit me up at wileyshow at gmail.com and we're looking for writers. And if you can write, I would love for you to join my team. And you will be paid. Just I'm just looking for a writer just to write like twice a week, not five times a week because um, it's too much, and that's going to take too much money. And I'm not, and I just want to keep the site going because I created it and I already paid for the stuff. So it's it's a waste of money to let something just go to waste. And just I don't want to do that. I don't like wasting nothing. I want to. Okay, I can go there, but I don't want to waste nothing. So thank you guys for tuning into this show. And another thing, don't forget this Saturday is an event going on at Baseline. So high society, not high society, um, FZ Entertainment and Rails 
And another club promotion like this Saturday. This is a new club, so people, I need y'all to support this. I really do. If you if you're in Chicago, you got to come to this. You got to come this Saturday. Like if you're not doing anything, you ain't got work, you're not in the hospital, you need to come out to this. You're not event. broke. If you're not broke, please have the money. Please don't come there and you know have money. You know. Put your month funds together, especially if if you are the type of person that like to go out every week. You have to support these events because you, I don't want to go back to that era where I wanted to go out and I have to be careful. That's why I need to go out more because it was a night that I said, "Bitch, I'm going. I'm getting ready." It was nothing available for black catered to my. You know, I could have went to a white night, but I don't like that techno. Every once in a while, I can get into that, but bitch, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. He and uh, Katy Perry and well, bitch, I could I could play a Katy Perry song and I'd be. <laughs> but baseline privilege Saturday, twenty two thirty nine <laughs> South Michigan Avenue is in the South Loop. If you are available, go and attend at ten p.m. to three a.m. So if you are in Chicago, attend. This is by FZ Entertainment and also by Rails. So you can text three one three one three one again text. Uh, F-Z-E-N-T to 3131313141 for a discounted entry. So I will definitely will repost that and I will share it on the Wiley Show page and also I will share it on my pages. So good night, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to close out with the one and only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It is his day that we celebrate his legacy. While sitting there autographing books, a demented black woman came up. The only question I heard from her was, Are you Martin Luther King? And I was looking down writing and I said yes. The next minute I felt something beating on my chest. Before I knew it, I had been stabbed by this demented woman. I was rushed to Harlem Hospital. It was a dark Saturday afternoon. That blade had gone through and the x-rays revealed that the tip of the blade was on the edge of my aorta, the main artery. And once that's punctured, you're drowned in your own blood. That's the end of you. It came out in the New York Times the next morning that if I had merely sneezed, I would have died. Well, about four days later, they allowed me, after the operation, after my chest had been opened and the blade had been taken out, to move around in the wheelchair in the hospital. They allowed me to read some of the mail that came in, and from all over the states and the world, kind letters came in. I read a few, but one of them I will never forget. I had received one from the president and the vice president. I've forgotten what those telegrams say. I received a visit and a letter from the governor of New York, but I've forgotten what that letter said. But there was another letter that came from a little girl, a young girl who was a student at the White Plains High School. And I looked at that letter, and I'll never forget it. 
Say it simply, dear Dr. King, I am a ninth grade student at the White Plains High School. She said, while it should not matter, I would like to mention that I'm a white girl. I read in the paper of your misfortune and of your suffering. And I read that if you had sneezed, you would have died. I'm simply writing you to say that I'm so happy that you didn't sneeze. And I want to say tonight, I want to say tonight that I too am happy that I didn't sneeze because if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1960 when students all over the South started sitting in at lunch counters. And I knew that as they were sitting in, they were really standing up for the best in the American dream and taking the whole nation back to those great wells of democracy which were dug deep by the founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been around here in 1961 when we decided to take a ride for freedom and ended segregation in interstate travel. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1962 when Negroes in Albany, Georgia decided to straighten their backs up. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is bent. If I had sneezed, if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been here in 1963. The black people of Birmingham, Alabama, aroused the conscience of this nation and brought into being the Civil Rights Bill. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have had a chance later that year in August to try to tell America about a dream that I had had if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been down in Selma, Alabama to see the great movement there if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been in Memphis to see a community rally around those brothers and sisters who are suffering. I'm so happy that I didn't sneeze. And they were telling me, we've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life, longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried 
about anything. I'm not fearing any man. 